We pray, Holy Spirit, would you just guide each one of us to be closer followers of Jesus. Amen. I'll begin by asking you, so what? So what? At college, when uh, we were being trained, whenever we learned something in the classroom or preached something to people, we were challenged to ask the question, so what? So what was the point of that learning? What was the point of that sermon? What, so what? And for me, as we enter this ordinary time season, we're back to green, um, I, in my simplistic understanding, think of it as the so what season. I'll explain. Since the start of the church calendar at Advent, we have been celebrating God in his promise to come and rescue his people. We've been celebrating his incarnation, that he came in person as Jesus Christ. We've been celebrating the revelation of who Jesus truly is at Epiphany. We've been celebrating his passion in the lead up to Easter. We've been celebrating his sacrifice on the cross and what that Um, costly sacrifices meant for us. We've been celebrating his resurrection from the dead, conquering all of death and the work of Satan, and we've been celebrating his ascension to the victory of the heavenly realm, celebrating his Holy Spirit outpouring amongst us, and last week celebrating his, his oneness in unity as the Trinity. And then we come back to earth with a bump into ordinary time. But we mustn't be tempted to think that ordinary means normal and boring. You probably know it comes from the Latin meaning numbered. But it's a time after all that that sequence of festivals where we're focusing on God and God coming among, making himself known amongst us. And we turn our focus to our walk with the Lord in the everyday ordinary. So the focus of ordinary time is on discipleship. And so we'll be learning from others uh, in their discipleship from the Bible and in doing so shaping our own discipleship. And so that's the focus of our sermon series this term and then on through the summer. We'll be considering people who responded to God's call. Special guests will include Gideon, Deborah, Mary's husband Joseph and Lydia. And then it'll be open mic during the summer for more recent heroes of our faith. And in our readings today, we have examples of our Lord empowering and commissioning people to be sent to those in need of his holy love and redemption. Ezekiel is sent to the rebellious house of Israel as a prophet, to call them back into fellowship with their God. Jesus 
is sending his 12 disciples on their first field trip, two by two. In both instances, it's the Lord who does the sending and he directs the destination and their purpose. Now, we cannot explore either passage in depth, but I want to press in just a moment to the little extra that they are sent with. When all other things are stripped away, their purse, their staff, their, um, their belongings, their um, own agendas are yielded for the Lord's purposes. But they are not sent empty. They have that little extra with them. Ezekiel is filled and sent in the power of the Holy Spirit. The disciples in this practice run of mission are sent with the authority of Christ Jesus. That means they could speak and minister using Jesus' name as if it were their own. Minister as though they were using his identity instead of their own identity. That's what it means to carry his authority. Now, brothers and sisters, you and I are disciples of Jesus. If we believe in him, we've given our lives to following his way. So that makes us disciples too. And so... We live and have our being under his lordship with permission to exercise his authority with the empowering of the Holy Spirit. This isn't a social club. This is, church is is transformed people transforming the world in theory at least. Did you hear that? We can live and have our being under, with the authority of Jesus Christ, under his lordship, using his name as if it were our own. And we can be empowered by the Holy Spirit to do what he did and more. That's the opportunity open to us as disciples. And in this last week, uh, in my own walk with the Lord, I've been meditating on a verse from Romans 6 that says, Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so too we might walk in newness of life. Awesome truth. The glory of the Father that raises Christ Jesus from the dead can enable us to walk in newness of life. And so that's why some people justifiably consider ordinary time to be an extended season of Pentecost as day by day we position ourselves waiting on our Lord, receiving his commission for whatever he has in store for us that day and receiving an infilling, an empowering of the Holy Spirit for those 
tasks set ahead of us. And it's in that that we love the Lord our God with everything that we are. That's discipleship. That's all it is, really. It's a series of choices to abide in God's love and his truth, choices to obey his word, choices to seek him, choices to serve him before ourselves, choices in the everyday ordinary. And I quote uh, Wallace in his book, Pray in the Spirit, when he says, we can no longer be spectators. We must be participators. It is a solemn fact that we may facilitate or frustrate the Spirit's ministry of intercession in us by our cooperation or lack of it. Discipleship is about those choices to yield and submit and um, be empowered by the spirits to follow Jesus' example. I think it's a bit like my smart television, my smart TV. It is very smart, ever so smart. Uh, Or at least it has the capacity to be smart. Except I haven't connected it to the internet. So really... It's just an ordinary television bought at a high price. Sometimes, uh, I confess, when I'm getting really fed up with it, I even put my television in the cupboard under the stairs for a few weeks or a month at a time, um, when its ordinary activity is more distracting than edifying. It gets banished to the cupboard. And how often... I feel we live like this, me included, me especially. I may have been bought by a high price, by the blood of my sinless saviour, Jesus, but I fail to connect with the power and revelation available to me. And then sometimes I just get busy being distracting rather than in edifying and building the kingdom. If indeed we are disciples, then we have rights to use Christ's authority and be empowered by his spirit in our everyday ordinary. So let us remember that the difference between being ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra that we're sent with. Please, dear family, remember that you are each bought at an extraordinary cost. You are empowered with extraordinary power to be transformed from glory to glory and to do what Jesus did and more, as we submit to our extraordinary Lord and follow his extraordinary ways this ordinary time.
Amen.